Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. John Cini here. And this episode features sports writer Ron Clements, who in 2018 visited all 30 major league baseball stadiums in a camper van. So let's get on with the show. So we are back. And uh, I want you to tell me uh, who you are away from. My name is Ron Clements, and I'm originally from La Crosse, Wisconsin. La Crosse. Yes, like the game. Yeah. Um, Ron, you are quite honoured, I think, today, because we're just going to free roll today, and I'm not going to put you through a funk question. I've got no, I've got no questions that everybody else gets, because I think you've got a story like the like of which we have never seen on this show. Well, thank so, you. Uh, well, yeah, so I'm just interested uh, to find out more about like where you are in the world physically now and how you got there in the last, what, 18 months, 12 months? Well, I'm currently in the Chicago area. Uh, and well, this is uh, heck just this year. We, we, uh, in April, we were in, and it's raining here. I don't know if you heard the thunder. Yeah, I should say uh, that, uh, Ron's got a biblical storm. In April, we were in the panhandle of Florida, and then we made our way up uh, slowly but surely through Nashville and then Louisville and Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., and Baltimore down to Savannah, Georgia back up through Nashville to St. Louis, and now we're in the Chicago area. My wife and I live full-time in an RV, or as, as, as you call it, a camper van. Yeah, so if trans, I'll kind of translate things as we go along, maybe. That's what we call a camper van, like a 36-foot long, whatever that is, in meters, yards, what, 12 yards, like a big bus. Right, yeah. Yep. And you, li- you live in that? Correct, yeah, since March of 2018. And and the decision to go there was based on, and you don't have to say, yeah, the decision. Well, to go my there. my wife uh, works in IT, and her job is a hundred percent remote, so she can work from wherever. And so that was kind of the impetus for us deciding to leave our house. Like we don't have a house anymore; we have a storage unit in St. Louis, Missouri. She was like, "I could do this anywhere." And so we were kicking around travel ideas last year, and or not last year in 2017, and we settled on doing a baseball trip. So we the, the godfather it, of baseball trips. Yeah, we went to all thirty major league baseball stadiums in a single season, and uh, we put on fifteen thousand miles in seven months. Went through thirty-eight states and plus Quebec and Ontario, up into Canada. Yeah, I'm just going to say. So there's what there's twenty-nine again. Translation: There's twenty-nine American major league baseball teams and one Canadian. Is yeah, it used to be two, but the Montreal Expos are now the Washington Nationals. Yes, yeah, so as of what? like. 2004. So you've been to 30 Major League Baseball stadiums, so you're kind of 29 in front of me. So <laughs> right. I've been to one, right? Um, Roger, that, which, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, so, I mean, where did that idea come from? Did you literally get a marker pen and thought, or a Sharpie, and thought, I'm just going to just, just, just do that? How did it come from? Well, we're both baseball fans. My wife is a fan of the St. Louis Cardinals, and I'm a fan of the Milwaukee Brewers because I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, in, the, in the U.S. with baseball fans, it's kind of everybody's, like, bucket list goal to get to all 30 stadiums. And uh, we just 
had the means to do it in a single season because of my wife's job. And my kids are 24 years old and 21 years old. So they were, they're, they're out of the house. And so it was just something we were able to do. And then something even cooler happened when we told one of our friends what we had planned. And she is the CEO of a foster care organization. So after having a dinner with her, we had this charity mission behind our trip of trying to help kids in the foster system and just create awareness of uh, the needs of those children. Plus, we were able to help get kids out to Major League Baseball games last year in Miami, Detroit, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Denver, and St. Louis. And we've continued that this year where uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates donated 200 tickets to Bethany Christian Services for a game on July 22nd. And then the Washington Nationals, the aforementioned Nationals, donated tickets to two different foster care organizations for games in August. So uh, in total, we have um, gotten over six or about 600 tickets from eight different Major League Baseball teams that have gone to foster care organizations. Brilliant, brilliant. I would say what we could do is actually we could, is that the dumb thing, could, could we embarrass the other 22 teams and say if you want to get tickets to Ron <laughs> and not be on Ron's wall of shame, then get in touch and we'll put you, we'll put you well, in touch with, with Ron. Um, well, that's a little unfair. So I, I didn't even... I, I didn't even try in Canada because different laws and stuff. I didn't yeah, know what yeah, those yeah. were. Yeah. And uh, there were other just timing issues that didn't work out. Like we thought we were going to be able to do something in Philadelphia, Seattle, and Arlington, Texas. But just like, you know, uh, things happen where it just didn't work out. Heck, we had, a, <laughs> we had a foster care organization in Seattle that wanted to work with us. But then when we were visiting last year in July, that organization had already had an event planned and the event was with Pearl Jam. And I'm like, fair enough. Okay, yeah, you got, yeah. I really can't compete with Pearl Jam. <laughs> so Love any better. <laughs> so how many people do you think do this kind of road trip every year? I mean, is it hundreds, uh, thousands? Is it just you? I've met a lot of people who have been to all 30 stadiums. Yeah. I have yet to meet anyone who did it in a single season. By the way, just, just if, if anybody here, the, the equivalent here is all 90, whatever there are, football league grounds. How many? The 90, 90 91, whatever. Wow. League. Yeah, so if anybody's been to all of those, then I, we'll get you on the show uh, at some point. So we'll get in touch. So if anybody's been to this 20 Premier League and then whatever else. So anyone who's been to all those uh, grounds. So I'm interested in interesting pregame. Which is the best pregame show? Oh, well, pregame in the States we is uh, usually tailgating at, you know, like in, in the parking lot at the stadium. And the, the weird thing is not every baseball team, well, like, so in, in Chicago, where I am now, Wrigley Field is in a neighborhood. That's where the Chicago Cubs play. There's no parking, like, parking is a pain in the butt around there, so nobody tailgates there. Uh, the Chicago White Sox have tailgating because their their stadium is surrounded by parking lots. But even a stadium like the New York Mets, where they play at City Field, surrounded by parking lots. But I don't know if it's a ordinance in Queens, they don't have tailgating. I would say the best pregame atmosphere at any baseball stadium is in Milwaukee. Wisconsin people love to tailgate. I'm not just saying that because I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, but Milwaukee is like or. Just to say to Wisconsin, if you go up to a Green Bay Packers game, people always tailgating. You know, they got their grills, they got their beers, they got whatever else. They got 
cornhole, which is the beanbag toss, frisbees. They're throwing football. They're playing catch. So, yeah, uh, I would say pregame Milwaukee. So do you arrive – are you one of these people that kind of arrives for the first pitch and sits there and, and you know, till the end of the end of the game, or do you kind of – We left one game early last year. Yeah. And that was in Washington, D.C., because we were there on April 8th last year, and uh, the game went 12 innings. Or, you know, yeah, 12 innings. But it was also, like, 40 degrees. So it was cold, and it was a Pups in the Park game. So we actually took our dog with us. And uh, so we, we left in the eighth inning when the game was tied 5-5. The Nationals were playing the Mets. The Mets did end up winning that game 6-5 to in 12 innings. But uh, we were home by then because uh, it was cold, and we wanted to get home. home and so, for, so 40, 40, what's that for us? That's kind of low single figures Celsius. Yeah. It? By the um, way, our, our, our dog's name was Holmes, like Sherlock. Sherlock Holmes, the dog. Yeah. Yeah. He was um, our marketing manager. <laughs> We're mar- huh? mar- marketing manager. Marketing manager. Oh, all right, okay. Uh, I've, <laughs> not, I've not got any questions written down about dogs, so I can't. Um, who's the best player that you saw? Any mind, it won't be saw- any, but any, <laughs> any American people think, oh, no, that's a load of rubbish. No, no, no. So who's the best player that you saw? Best player or play? Player. Uh, well, Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee Brewers, uh, he was the National League MVP last year. Almost won the triple crown, which is which would have been leading the, the league in both or in, in in three categories: home runs, batting average, and RBIs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finished second in two of those categories in, in home runs and RBIs, but he was the the National League batting champ and the MVP of the league. He was the best player we saw last year. Unfortunately, this year he was an MVP contention again, but like two weeks ago, he cracked a foul ball off his kneecap and broke his kneecap. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. So, oh, ouch. But my brewers are going to back to the postseason, so I'm excited about yeah. that. Yeah. When there's, it, it doesn't matter what sport, when that kind of person comes out to play, comes out to bat, comes out to do anything, do you feel like the crowd kind of expectation um, building? Yeah, and even late in the year, we saw Christian Yelich play in St. Louis. I mean, that's a pretty good rivalry, the the Cardinals and Brewers. Not as big as Cardinals and Cubs, but anyway, even Cardinals fans, they have this nickname of being the best fans in baseball. You could definitely tell there was some respect when Christian Yelich came up to bat. Uh, We saw that in Los Angeles, too, when we saw the Brewers play the Dodgers out there, and and, and same thing with Dodgers fans. Respect for the game. Well, respect for... Christian Yelich's talent, and uh, and you do see that. Now, it's funny, the uh, Brewers have another guy named Ryan Braun, who was the 2011 MVP, and he also was mired in some uh, performance-enhancing drug uh, yeah. scandal stuff in, like, 2012 or 13. And so the same fans who have this uh, respect for Christian Yelich will boo Ryan Braun when he comes up the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, our fans... Supporters, whatever you call them, have that, that, that you know that we have our own sense of right and wrong, which right. may or, which may or may not kind of coincide with the official rules or whatever. Um, what's the oddest bit of memorabilia that you've got over the, over that trip? Uh, by the way, I didn't even throw this out there before, but the uh, trip was called Home Run on Wheels. So if anybody oh, is curious yeah. about yeah. it, okay. uh, you yeah. can you can go to homerunonwheels.com, and we we also do a podcast called Home Run on Wheels. But uh, the memorabilia, so at, at every stadium, we collected lapel pins because we're living in an RV, so we wanted to get something from each stadium. And lapel pins are small, 
Yeah. Don't take up a lot of room. Uh, unfortunately, we did not get a single baseball. No fall balls, no home runs. I got a cool story about the home run, about a home run ball, though. Uh, mm. When we were in St. Louis, though, I guess this usher felt bad for us when we told because we ended our trip in St. Louis. We did opening day in Miami and ended in St. Louis. Yeah. And in, in usher in St. Louis, when he told us or when we told him what, what we did, he had a batting practice baseball with him. Yeah. That that was hit earlier in the day, and it was hit by Colton Wong. This usher had Wong sign the ball, and I guess this is something this guy does. I think his name is Jim. He will get a batting practice ball, and then he'll give it to a fan he deems worthy of it. So uh, we were worthy of the baseball. So we did get a Colton Wong signed baseball that was hit during batting practice, but we didn't catch the ball ourselves. Jim, um, Jim the usher must be in St. Louis. Yeah, we've got to find him. We've got to get him on the show. We we've got to find <laughs> if you if you're listening, Jim, or anybody that knows Jim, or any ushers, or any uh, batting practice technicians, or anything, we've got to get Jim on the show to to say thank you to uh, to Jim. But that's really cool. For sure, yeah, there, right. there was there was a kid who did get a home run ball. So with the uh, getting kids out to baseball games. Mm-hmm. The Colorado Rockies donated 30 tickets to Lutheran Family Services Rocky Mountains in Denver. And the tickets were in Section 156, which was like left center field, which is like perfect home run territory. And in the fifth inning of a game last year on July 11th, one of the foster kids did get a home run ball. It was hit by Herman Marquez, and he's a pitcher, which makes that even more unique. That is cool. Pitchers typically don't hit home runs, so this kid got a home run ball, which is awesome. That yeah, cool. And he's, he's, he's got the video of him doing that. Have you found out that off YouTube? You- no, they, they didn't really. I, I've watched the replay several times, and they didn't really, like, zoom in. Or cool. The kid got it on a bounce, so it uh, the cameras panned away yeah, before. Yeah, one, one bounce. Yeah. We, we play that in cricket. What we used to play, right. one, bounce, one bounce, one hand. Used to play. Yeah. That. So, yeah, and, and it's a picture. So, that yeah, that's, that's a lot. And uh, I actually, I, I wrote a book about our travels last year. It's called Home Run on Wheels. And, and there is a picture of that kid with the baseball in the book. That is cool. What was I going to say then? Do you keep your own scorecard? Do you, are you that kind of? No, I'm not. Scorecard? I'm not that nerdy. I, I used to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, an anorak is what we call them. Not in, there's a, an anorak is like the sports variety of nerd. Right. <laughs> now it, it was it was kind of funny. Uh, on September fifteenth, so just a couple weeks ago, uh, we went to a Brewers Cardinals game in St. Louis, and we went with some friends of ours. Our friend Pete and Maria have a daughter. She's fifteen, sixteen years old. Her name's Ellie, and Ellie sat next to me, and she was keeping her own scorecard. I was like, ah, I like that, Ellie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you've already said that uh, the book's called Home Run on Wheels. Uh, the website is homerunonwheels.com. Is that is that correct? correct. We'll link to that in the show notes. Uh, Ron, you are a funky thinker, and you are funky thinker number one, three, four. So if you could hold up your little tattoo thing. And um, there we go. Fantastico. Good stuff. Ron, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it, John. Good stuff. And uh, we'll speak soon. Take care. Hi, thanks so much for making it to the end of this episode. If you've enjoyed it, please share it with your friends. I have a few people you might want to share it with. Your partner, your parents, your grandma and granddad, your neighbours, your hairdresser, your tea lady, your gym instructor, your swimming coach, postman, the bin man, your cat, your dog, Father Christmas, Mr Trump, Mr Putin, Cristiano Ronaldo.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.